The best, easiest way to pray, pray, pray in your language, pray in tongue. And the tongue will trick you forward and language will utter. Tongue will take you higher and language will utter. Those of you who just got baptized, the Holy Spirit is better you exercise the tongue so that you can become eloquent in speaking. If you have never been speaking in tongue before, this is the time to begin to ask God for it. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we praise your name. Be thou exalted, O God. Be thou exalted, O God. Oh, Father God, be thou exalted. Be thou exalted, Jesus. God, the Holy Spirit, we thank you. Rivers of God that is full of water. The river of God that is full of water. We magnify your holy name. Oh, river of God. Oh, river of God. We exalt you, Jesus. Oh, the river of fire. Sharadiana Maradiara Manadosi Preda Ledekeredoa. We exalt you, Jehovah. We magnify your holy name. Thank you for your river. The river of God is full of water, the flow of which shall make man happy. The secret place of the Most High. The Lord shall be within her. Sharata Rapraka Babale Dromosi Prelegre Dida. Yesu Premodo Kiskara Brado Brodo Solodiande. We worship you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jehovah. Mebere Yuto Mombre Le Brodi Brode Seredia. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, Holy Spirit of God, we worship you. We worship you, Lord. God, the Spirit of Prophets. We worship you. We thank you. Fire of the Most High. Fire of the Most High. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Consuming fire. Mara de di di Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you from my heart. From the bottom of our heart, we worship you. Let our soul worship you, God. Let our spirit adore you in this minute. Let our heart, oh God, be lifted up. Glory, 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 glory to your holy name. 
Spirit, tonight you must be. As you are praying, you ask Jesus. Start with your fire. You are not here as an onlooker. You are here to get the Spirit power. To be filled with the Holy Ghost. Begin to ask Jesus. Start with your Holy Ghost. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. We have children who speak in tongues. Everybody should speak in tongues. In a new tongue. Ask the Lord. Ask Him. Ask Jesus. Ask Jesus. Yeah, 
pray together Psalm 24 shall we the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and all that dwells therein for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place he that has clean hands and pure heart who does not lift up his heart to what is false nor swear deceitfully he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior such is the generation of those who seek him who seek your face O God of Jacob Sarah. lift up your heads O ye gates and be lifted up ye ancient doors that the king of glory may come in who is this king of glory the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle Amen. Shall we take Psalm 145? I want everyone to be on their, on their feet. Stand up when we open the service. If you have any issue, you will be healed. So let's read Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you. And extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all his men. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love Him, but all the wicked He will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise His holy name forever and ever. Amen.
delays manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Since you have been attending this conference from Monday, if something new has happened to you, let me see your hands up. You have encountered God in a new dimension. Just raise your hand, wave your hands to me. Let me say something to you. Nobody comes to the presence of God and go empty. When Samuel lay hands on Saul and anointed him, something took place where Samuel was not aware. But when Samuel got to the company of prophets, something changed about Samuel. How many of you, since you have been coming, you really came with your heart? Wave your hands to me. So if you came with your heart, each day you came, something different happened. Something took place in you. Today, you will manifest. I'm sure you are following with your heart what God has been teaching us. You only need to be real by comparing the people of the Bible with yourself. David did not know he has power to kill Goliath until that power was challenged and he just came to give food to his brothers and he had he saw mourning in the camp of Israel which is not part of God's promise for Israel he said what is going on that you are all mourning and they said there is a man there before they said it the man came out and began to boast against the God of Israel and then something triggered inside him which has been in him it has been in him but when the challenge came, he told the king, Though I'm tiny, but I will deal with this guy. And his brother said, That you, this small boy, why do you want to put the whole family into ridicule? He was so tiny to the place whereby Saul said, when, when there's all of you who are giants here, you couldn't meet this guy. Okay, give him my armor. When they put the armor on him, he could not walk. For the arm of flesh will fail you. I want, your, I want your perspective about God to change in this convention. That's one of the major reasons for this convention. Am I talking to you? Now, it was when that occurred, that he could not use the arms of man, then something happened to him. The one who will manifest in you today, descended upon David and directed him to go to the brook and break five stones. He does not need the five, but he must keep the five. Because five is number of grace. And as he took the thing and he threw it, that one that descended upon him took the, 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 the stone and speed it. So much more that he broke the armor on the head of Goliath and went into his brain and pulled him down and that small boy went to try to carry the sword of the enemy to slay and cut off his head he cannot carry that sword by his friend because the one who cannot put on armor but when that thing happened to you something heavy will take place from the first day you have been you have been attending the presence of god i said something happened to you each day you have attended, something happened to you. Amen. But today what will happen is there will be manifestation. Amen. Are you expecting manifestation? Amen. 
I said there will be manifestation. I will manifest. Come on, I will manifest. <clears throat> this is the comfort of your mind. So when we worship God today, I want to worship with your spirit. Worship God with great joy. You know, I've been spending my spare time in the night listening to my fellow ministers who have the doctrine, the sound doctrine of God. And I've been listening to what God told them and what they are teaching. And today I was listening to, you know, uh, a theologian who, who was teaching about the canonization of the Bible. It's a topic I love so much. But I went through it again and it refreshes my mind. It reveals so many things to me about the Holy Spirit that you've never known. All my studies this week, it's about just the Holy Spirit. That I've seen Holy Spirit from the book, from the, from the book of Genesis and seen what Holy Spirit did, you know, along till the time that we are. So I want your heart to praise and worship the Lord. All those choir who just came, come on. Please. I think it's a long time we sang this. Father in heaven, how we love.
wounds, Lord Jesus. It paid the ransom. Your wound paid the ransom. Oh Lord, you took the shame. You took our sins. Now we are free. Now we can operate by your spirit power. The same spirit upon you is upon us. We worship you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We exalt you, Father. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we worship. Please take your seats in the heavenly places. I'm so happy with what the Holy Spirit is doing in this season. I want to announce this. My office must be closed before seven. All staff must sit down in the front here that I can see them. And nobody is permitted to go to any office from tomorrow. Whenever service is happening here, all my staff must be here because anybody who works with apostle as a staff is not just called to come and do administration while others are blessed and he is drawing back it will draw back my work you must also carry the same fire i carry if anybody comes to this office and meets any staff somebody who have heard about apostle williams
matter how much you think. Pastor, please come forward and sit down here. Come over here, please, and sit down with the pastors in front. Listen to me. I'm not teaching you yet. If Hannah miss Shiloh that year, she will never be the mother of Samuel. And she may die barren. Am I talking to you? God has appointed time for everything he does. Your prayers will be answered in one meeting. If you miss that meeting, you will have to take another cycle for God to visit you again. And you know, our attitude towards God must not be such that we consider him as a lesser person. He is the most important in our life. Am I talking to you? So when God calls a meeting and anyone who is associated with the church is engaging in something else, you have bluntly told God, you are not my first importance. And such attitude will allow the enemy to rob the individual. The same thing if you are late and you see stop along the way to be talking to people, you have taken God to be non-important. Because if you are late, you don't greet anybody, the Bible says. Anybody greets you, you just wait to them because you are late, you are on your heels, trying to move as fast as possible to come into the sanctuary. It's not a time somebody would stop you and be talking with you. That means that you have treated God in a in a, in a, in a, <laughs> angels don't like it, you know. One, one thing I saw was when you read the book of John, uh, Revelation, we just read it, 19.20, God was speaking about binding Satan and throwing him into the, into the prison for 1,000 years. But he said also that he made, he will be, the power be taken from him because he had been the one during the plague, the seven angels blowing the trumpet, that Satan was the one who was in charge of releasing the plague. I will, I will take you through this sometime. Whenever God wants, a, wants to do a judgment, the rot is, is sent by the devil. Because God cannot do evil. I will get there now. That's why he says, I created the ravager to work havoc. If you follow me, you will not have much regret. I would not say that you won't have any regret. But if you follow me, you will not have much regret, like many people do. Because you will master the devil. You will master this earth. You will master heaven. You will master angels. And I tell you, you will, you will fall in line with what God began to teach us. You will be loved so much by the Father. And when the Father loves you so much, you know the benefits. So much benefits in it. Hallelujah. So I want every one of you to fear God. Not with your lips, but with your conduct. Anything a person cannot do is the minimum you cannot do. Am I talking to you? Uh, so it's the minimum. So that you can also do what I have been doing among you as the minimum and go beyond it. 
And maybe you are listening to me, you know, from other churches. I believe that what I'm speaking, I'm not speaking it to those who attend CFT alone, but to everyone who profess to worship the Lord. Whenever there is worship of God in your sanctuary, do not ever in your life allow anything to take you outside that sanctuary. It is contempt of God. And it has a, a, a very terrible effect on anyone who does not have such consciousness of God in their heart. Am I talking to you now? So now let's now go to the message of today. But before we go to the message of today, what are we doing in this season? What is this conference about? <clears throat> I want to speak loud. Speak like somebody who has been fired up. Good. This is Holy Ghost Convention. Now we have this convention by, by the Lord revealing to me. Because I have never had any place they do Holy Ghost Convention. Not in this world. But in 1990... And I am specific about it so that you can go and search. The Lord told me that we should have convocations, 1990. One convocation every year is the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost Convention. And He told me that we should treat everything about Holy Spirit. So that people can be baptized in the Holy Ghost. People can receive gifts of the Holy Ghost. And people can manifest Holy Spirit. And he told me that another convocation is Jesus Seminar, where we look at Jesus so that people can behave like Jesus. Totally understand who Jesus is. Because a Christian who does not understand Jesus does not understand himself. It is in the knowledge of Jesus that a Christian really knows who he is. Am I talking to you? And you have billions of Christians on earth who just don't know their left and their right. Satan is happy with that. Because unless you become like him, you may not be able to enter or hear the trumpet when it sounds. And then the evacuation of the saints of God on earth will now cause those people to sit down and what they should have done before, they will now be doing in terrible fear because Holy Spirit had left the world. No Holy Spirit to teach you anymore. We have just studied all that. And they must do it because they know now that if I don't, this is the last chance. And it could be for three and a half years, as the Bible has said. And it will cause that person to be beheaded. It will be, be a terrible time. We look at it at dreadful time. So therefore, it is necessary to know Jesus. The humanity of Jesus, the way Jesus behaved, the way Jesus handled things, the way Jesus related with the Father, so that you and I can fall in line exactly with the same. Similarly, third one is family clinic, where we look at marriage, so that nobody who comes to this church in a year will be ignorant about what marriage is, what Jesus is, and what the Holy Spirit is. Those three things are very essential. Marriage covers family and everything because the first institution of God is the family. And the first thing the devil targets is the family. 
And so that is what gives rise to all these degradation you have over the world. Alright. Now, we are in the Holy Ghost Convention. Every year in the Holy Ghost Convention, people get baptized with the Holy Spirit. People get new gifts and stuff. And when we are going towards the Holy Ghost Convention, I've been having testimonies of especially the youths getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And some of them, you know, they couldn't wait to see me. They are so excited. You know, I'm talking about youths of 13, 14, over the past few weeks. They have been so much excited. That, ah, Apostle, I've been baptized the Holy Spirit. I can pray in tongues now. And they got baptized the Holy Spirit and they were praying in tongues. There's a great advantage anybody who can operate those things have than anybody who doesn't have it. If you're a Christian, you cannot do those things. You are less advantaged. That is the scripture. And we're going to be looking at that tonight. From tonight to, to Friday. So I taught you on the first day on the entrance into the power of God. The entrance into the power of God. That's what I taught you on the first day. On the second day, I taught you about operating in the power of God. What you need to operate the power of God. And we found out that there are two levels of faith. There is a faith that every Christian operates. John 14, 12. But there is faith that comes by gifts. In this night, if I'm able, wherever I get to, I will stop. But we'll carry on this lecture. Manifestation is what we're going to do throughout the rest of the days. So we recognize that in the book of 1 John 14, 12, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, anyone who has faith in me will do what I've been doing. He will do even greater things than this because I'm going to the Father. So I will look at what Jesus did. Casting out demons, the demon possessed came to church. Isn't it? And I told you that's where people who are tormented are really driven to by the Holy Spirit. When people are demonized and they are tormented, Holy Spirit will lead them to church. And lead them to church, not for them to take the demon away, but to be delivered. Am I talking to you? I remember we looked at the template of what is called deliverance. And I told you any deliverance method different from that, you should question the person who is conducting it, who sent him. Because we saw it in the scriptures. We looked at the book of Mark and Luke. We saw it in the scripture yesterday. We looked at, I think, two scenarios and we looked at the, the Mark and, 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 and Luke. That when Jesus Christ saw a demon possessed, and demon possessed made a noise, he rebuked the spirit and the spirit left instantly. And in all the scenarios that we looked at, the spirit shook them, tore the purple into pieces, but they were not hot. Threw them up, hit them on the floor, but the people were not hot. And I gave you one that happened in this church. Just one. I have many others in the church. This happened in this church. In Christ of the Vanakul Church. Exactly the same way. Somebody flew up, hit the floor. <laughs> but it was not hot. Because if it, is, if it is God that is doing it, how will God allow you to be hot? Is there common sense in that? If God is... Del- if it is God that casts a demon out of a person, how would God allow that person to be hurt? Then it's not God. Yes? You command the name of Jesus, demon began to manifest in the body, and threw the body to the ceiling, above human height, hit the floor, alright? 
and that demon left. Whoever is the patient now must not be hurt because from the moment you send the word, the name Jesus, God has taken over. Anything that happened and at the end of it, God cannot leave you delivered but injured. The God of Christians don't do that. Anywhere you see such injury, you need to question the person. He's, a, he's, a, he's practicing exorcism. I was doing crusade one day. You know, when I talk about testimonies, I'll tell you to go and ask from some people. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor uh, um, Dako was in the crusade. He's at a gondo, a place called Gondo in Nigeria. And they put my crusade in the front of a king's palace. Uh, fortunately, this king is a voodoo king, different from the evangelist king that came to minister here. That's born again and spirit-filled. And he's fighting all the other guys to drop all the devils. And so they have idols protruding out of the building. So in the front of the palace, we had a crusade. So I knew something was going to happen because when two powers collide, the lesser power must, he must first try to show that I'm also here. But it's to his own peril. And uh, God did something in that meeting. While they were worshipping, they brought many people from various churches, choir from various churches. And when I looked into the place where the choir was, I saw a lot of people possessed. When I say possessed, they mean they are not born again. They are cults, but they are singing in church. They belong to all manners of cults. So when people like that join choir in churches, so you see them in churches, what they do is that they hinder the move of God. As long as the shepherd is blind. You want to know more about that, join the JTA. <laughs> That's why I teach you more about that. So, but it was a mistake they didn't recognize. And when I began to minister the word of God, remember a word, the word of God that does not come with authority cannot give any effect. And for the word of God to come in authority, whoever is speaking must enter into Christ first so that he can speak of Christ. And you know it's number one, love of God. Number two, clean hand, pure heart. That summarizes it. People who don't look at people and lust after them, it doesn't matter what you see. Your, your brain has been developed beyond Satan now manipulating your brain to cause you to sin. Because your brain is sanctified. Your mind is sanctified. Simply, you have set your eyes on the things of heaven. So the things of this world cannot mess you up. Anybody listening to me among you who have not reached there, you must get there tonight. Amen. And you know, the last thing that I spoke yesterday to you is that for the operation of power, you must put away everything that holds you back, isn't it? And that was our prayer point yesterday. So I asked the Lord, what shall I do with these people? Because I don't care. For me, if I see demon possessed in church, I do my preach and I go away. I don't want anything to hinder me or delay me or sidetrack. Jesus is one matter. You come with your demon, go like your demon. It is not my business. If the master does not deal with that demon, I have, I'm not sent to go and be casting demon out of people who don't want to be delivered. I've, I've had enough of that when I was younger. Cast demon out of them, they will go and collect another demon. Come back the following month, they are, they are more possessed than before. Because these guys are cults. They are different from people who are oppressed. 
Those who are oppressed, we can I will cut them out of you. I see somebody oppressed, I will deal with the spirit straight away. But if I see people who are cults, no. You leave them. Unless Jesus wants to. And if Jesus wants to deal, deal with them, when I speak the manifest, I say, okay, why should you do that? Other people are listening and they are and you are making so that get him out. And the Lord said, I should take the water I, that I'm drinking, I should pour on them. And I took the glass of water they gave me. As I poured it, I said, in the name of Jesus, people and cheers, we are flying in the sky. As from Pastor Dapo. Heavy commotion in that place. Because the Lord wanted to deliver them. But their spirits wanted deliverance, but they are caught. I said, come out in the name of Jesus. I saw the demons, they are flying out of the place. The people cried. We were hitting themselves on the floor. Whatever the case may be, I'm there for the sinners. Because it's open air crusade. So when people saw that, what do you think they would do? Before you ask them to accept Jesus, they were running to the altar, no more preaching. They are accepting Jesus by force and by fire. Some were crying, some were all manners of stuff. And Jesus achieved his purpose to save the sinners. But all the people who crashed themselves blew all over the whole place. When they calmed down, everybody got up and they were free. Nobody broke their bones, nobody hit their head somewhere, nobody bruised their body. Because God was in control. He sent his word and he does what? Heal the people. He didn't say he injured the people. It is the word of the Holy One. He healed the people. And he delivered them from their chains. Are we talking together? But there is something you saw yesterday in the book of Acts at Lystra. And also the, the beautiful gates. The common thing is that they were both born crippled. Don't forget that. They were both born crippled. But then you also understand something that the difference between the one in beautiful gates is that the beautiful gate man, when Peter said, get up, he was still sitting down. And Peter got him up. Because once Peter spoke, he had been healed. But the guy didn't know it. Because he didn't have faith for that. He only had faith to collect money. So that's why Peter had to get him up. But the one in Lystra, the Bible says that, you know, Paul just looked at him and he saw faith in him and said, Stand up! And the man jumped up instantly. The word kicked the man up and he began to run. And I help you to understand because <clears throat> you will be ministering. <clears throat> the revival that is coming is so powerful that the whole is the Christians that will be ministering on the streets, not not apostles and prophets and teachers and stuff. We will be doing what we are doing, but you, the church, are the one who will flood the streets. This is the end time revival. And that's why I'm teaching you what I'm teaching you. See, that's the reason I made the announcement I made that. I don't want anyone under this building to be outside this perimeter. Or else, because when that visitation will come, it will elude someone like that. Am I with you? You must have this mind that you are in this convention not just to come and hear stories, but to manifest stories. You want to be the story that will be told. Am I talking to somebody here? The Acts of Apostles did not have grace in the end. Because it continues to your time. So you understand therefore the two scenarios. The scenario of somebody who has faith 
and you see the faith and you speak and the faith will lift them off. And the one who doesn't even have faith, he's not expecting it. But because you have faith in the name and the faith that comes through the name, verse 16 of chapter 3 of Acts, and that person was made whole. But this evening, we look at manifestation of God's power or the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you first of all to write this down. Holy Spirit is the one is the brain behind every operation of God. Holy Spirit is the brain behind all the operations of God. Because it is the spirit that is in God come out of God to manifest. So the whole Bible was written by the Holy Spirit. All scriptures are God's breath. Genesis, in the beginning, God created heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and the Spirit of God was hovering before God spoke. Now, when God spoke from on high, it is the Spirit that brought it to be. The Word was Jesus. Every word that comes from God is Christ. And the Spirit of God is the one that makes it happen. Understand this. So for the power of God to manifest, for miracles, signs, and wonders give to manifest, Holy Spirit is behind it. Now let's look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7. It says, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. I want us to learn this very well, because you will receive something today before you leave. That's why you are here tonight. Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given. Now this scripture each one means everybody. And it's talking to the church. The church of God. Then he says, The reason why the Holy Spirit manifests in people is for the common good of others to profit other people. King James says. So God will manifest in this woman to profit her. He will manifest in her to profit me. He will manifest in me to profit her and her. So there is nobody in the church who does not have something from God that Holy Spirit can manifest over you and you manifest those things. Are we together now? So if if I was you then, I think we can uh, infer that if if anybody's heart is to do good, that person then is a recipient of the manifestation. Because... The Holy Spirit will manifest on a person so that a person can do good, which has been created, has been created to by God. So if somebody has a desire to always do good, to always help people, to always, then Holy Spirit will have the right to manifest in you. You have no option but to do so. Because your, your heart is already prepared for that. Not somebody who hoards, who hoards, who hoards. Somebody who will hoard, who will self, 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 um, uh, uh, center. Where is he centered? I don't want to talk about center. Center is also, but somebody who is so much self aware. You know, you always have this self consciousness. I mean, everything is you. You want to be seen and you want to be. Holy Spirit cannot manifest in you because you are not a servant. That's the reason why some people go to the mountain to fast for 40, 40 days, 40 nights. They, they come with nothing. Because those things don't bring the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. I've told you where fasting is. I will together now. Mm-hmm. But 
If you are a man who lives for the common good of others, Holy Spirit will manifest what you don't even think in you. Because you have a heart to serve others. The place you are serving may not even be relevant to it. Let me give you an example. Somebody, you read it in the book of Acts. Somebody, you know, invited Paul into his house at uh, um, uh, Malta. And then when when Paul got there, he found that uh, the mother was sick. And then she was healed. Somebody invited Jesus to his house in Capernaum. And we know his name to be Peter. And then he found the mother was sick. And then he healed the mother. But if you look at these people, they were servants. They wanted to help Jesus. And so Jesus saw that they need something. And when Jesus was going, he uh, uh, power, uh, uh, entrusted them with the same power. Because they would not have the power and make a name from it. I told you this. All the wrangling of the old in the church. I'm a healing evangelist. God, the Lord told me to go and, and, uh, and, and heal the whole world. You won't get nothing. There is no healing evangelist in the church. There is only one evangelist. His name is Jesus. And he walks through everybody whose heart are made ready. And you see, you know, all this doctrine of trying to major in God's gift has incarcerated the church and deprived the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit wants to heal somebody and you are a child of God, why not you that he will use? If the Holy Spirit wants to give prophecy to somebody, are you the same child of God you are there? Why can't he use your mouth? If the Holy Spirit wants to give word of knowledge, and you are a child of God you are there, why can't the Holy Spirit give it through your mouth? But if he gave you a taste of healing and you call yourself a healing evangelist, then why should he do it? You didn't give glory to the one who did it. You are directing the, the eyes of people to yourself rather than to the one who walks through you. And that's the reason why the Holy Spirit is so limited among believers. We limit him. And there are some believers who always believe that this, that manifestation is for these people. This one is for this. What about you? That scripture began by saying, now to each one. There is none of you here who does not have one of the nine gifts that I will read. But you must recognize it that, Lord, if God will use anybody, it's me. That should be your attitude. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. So if you look at that scripture there further, it went further to say, to each one, when the Holy Ghost manifests, is given through the Spirit, the message of wisdom or the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is different from the wisdom of this world, by which we are learned. The word of wisdom is so profound, it is like the wisdom demonstrated by Moses. It's the wisdom that can discern when people are lying. It's so powerful wisdom that... If a matter is so convoluted and there is no solution, when that wisdom manifests, the person who, upon who the wisdom manifests may be an uneducated person and it will solve the problem of conglomerates. Somebody who didn't read anything at all. And the wisdom will come, you who is the chairman of big companies and so you, see, you just were talking, ah, this is the problem we had in our board meeting, we had blah, 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 and it's there. It may be a messenger. And if the spirit of wisdom of God is upon him, he will just open his mouth and say, But sir, you should have done X, Y, Z. He can speak technical language he did not learn. He can speak science and mathematics that he did not learn. And after speaking it, you who is the one who is a uh, master of it, you will know that this man is talking sense. 
Where did you learn that? And he will ask you, what did I say? Because it has just passed. It is a wisdom that makes you do things in God's wavelength. And when that wisdom is operated and left you, you are an ordinary person. You may not be able to answer to what you have said. That is manifestation of the Spirit. I would get it now. And it says that another one is the message of knowledge, which is the word of knowledge. I will teach you about this later this week because I want to remain on the power today. Manifestation for power. And then the next one is what? Faith. Isn't it? And then the next one is what? Gifts of healing. And then the next one is what? Miraculous powers. And then the next one is what? Prophecy. And to another, distinguish of spirit. And to another, speaking in tongues. All kinds of tongues. And see to another, interpretation of tongues. Shall we read verse 11 together? So, can I say that I'm a tongue speaker? No. Can I say, I want to speak in tongues now? Come on, come on. Let me prophesy to you now. No, because Holy Ghost determines it. I may not want to prophesy, and He wants to speak. He will only open my mouth and speak, and then put my mouth back. Am I talking to you? Now, let me help you know this. Even at the time that you just start speaking in tongues, you don't know. It is because he determined you to do so. You know, at 7.30 to 8, we were worshiping in tongues, praying in tongues, speaking in tongues, and stuff like that. That's all we did. Alright? So, the tongues you spoke is determined by the Holy Spirit. That you cannot say, I want to do this now. And then, I want to give word of knowledge now. Rubbish. The Holy Ghost will back off from that. It's you want to do it, not the Spirit wanted. Am I talking to you now? That scripture says, all these are the works of one same Spirit, and He gives it to each one just as He determines. You see, this is an area that for years in the Church of God, you know, when all these anointing, anointing, anointing jargon was thrown all over the whole church, some people just took many people as slaves in the church. They teach those things. It will look at it as sensible, but they are not scripture. That's why it's manipulation of people. Real manifestation we don't see. People that build up, many people in the church are going to build up on hypes. And so Satan developed it a lot in that department of hype. And many people got confused and frustrated because they cannot see the real thing. Know this, therefore, if someone determines your promotion in office, what do you do? You love that person. You, you serve the person. You want him to know that you are for him. Because he's the one who determines your promotion, isn't it? And to do quick, 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 you do it. And you say, is, is that all right, sir? Okay, you, you know, you need to change this. Yes, sir, you go. Quick, 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 quick you do it. If we give you assignment for seven days, you can finish it in two days without sleeping and bring it to him. You want to satisfy the man all the time. And of course, you know that man too, that you are doing that too. 
all of, all of that stuff, they work 9 to 5 and go home. And they say that I'm not the owner of the company. But you will stay. And then you go to him and say, is there anything you want him to do? He will say, okay, go before you go. You think that man, when the promotion comes, he will, he will put you behind? Excuse me. When they are talking that they will promote people and they didn't mention your name, he will tell them that, okay, when you all finish, you know, I'm the chair of this meeting. When you all finish, let me hear. Okay, when you all finish, what about this person? Do you not see him? He will create a position for you to, to boss everybody. Because he can depend on you better. That is Holy Spirit for you. And you know the person that Holy Spirit can love? The person who loves Jesus. That's all. How you love Holy Spirit is by loving the Son. How you love the Father is by loving the Son. And if you love the Son, you will obey His command, you will obey His teaching. That's the first day we talked, we looked at this. So you see, all these nine gifts are yours for free. As far as I'm concerned for Christ with Tabernacle, I mean, God uses me in all the nine. You are my witnesses. You know why heaven is so near to me? For me. Anywhere I go, the moment they mention the name Jesus, I'm lost. Instant. If I came with my wife, I leave her hand alone. I lift my hand up because it's me and Jesus now, not me and my wife. Am I talking to you? When they sing about Jesus, every word of the song hits me so hardly that sometimes tears will come from my eyes. That Jesus went through all this, oh God. And I, sometimes I pity Jesus. I have compassion on Jesus. <laughs> it happened to me today. You know what I, what I was listening to Jeremiah, Mr. Jer, uh, Pastor Jeremiah. I think it's David Jeremiah from the U.S. He was talking about, um, I've been reading, I kept on reading uh, uh, chapter 20 of Revelations. I'll read it again. I'll read it again. I said, I have 1,000 years. Satan will be shut up. And then he will lose again. Who will he tempt? He will tempt the whole world. Who are the world? Because we are raptured, we are, we are in paradise, we are, in, we are on earth having our millennium reign, and then what happened? The other people have been destroyed by plague. So who are, where are these people going? So I now saw, you know, a topic on what, what will happen in millennium. So, you know, because I've just seen God for about a week now. I saw that topic, I now take it. It was Jeremiah. And he began to speak. He talked about millennium, you know, uh, post-millennium and pre-millennium and stuff like that. For those of you who are inclined about that. So, because he's a good teacher and a balanced teacher. So, I began to listen to him. So, when I was listening to him, you know, a flash just came to my mind how Jesus went to the cross. He went there stark naked. Completely naked. You know, they show you photograph of a cloth around. No, 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 no. It's after he was naked, they put that cloth on him. They strip him of that cloth when they whip him. They, because they will have torn the cloth. No, they whipped him naked. And the cloth, they don't care. They, somebody who's out there, you know, normally in, 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 in um, Israel at that time, the Roman soldiers, when they condemn someone to death, they want to beat him to unconscious or death before he goes to the cross. And I began to think about how the Lord said that, you know, the Father turns his face away. And Jesus said, my, my Father, my Father, why have you forsaken me? That the Father, it was so 
brutalized and humiliated that the father couldn't be it anymore. He had to turn his face away. But we know that even when the father turned his face away, his face is to see. <laughs> He's not somebody who can shut himself. His face is all over the place. But just to see how humiliated Jesus was. Now this is what saved you and I. Come on now. You need to think very well. You can't waste that salvation. I'm telling you. We will not be free if we waste that salvation. That is, if we behave anyhow and we behave like the world. Ah, there is no mercy for such a person. And don't blame God for not having mercy on you. If you don't, if you don't, if if your own is to just do what the world does, you know, the salvation costs a lot. So for me, therefore, all the gifts, if God wants to to manifest, is me. I don't major in anything. If it's prophecy, you prophesy through me. If it's to heal somebody, you should use me. If God wants to speak in tongues through somebody, you should speak in tongues through me. If he wants to interpret, you should interpret through me. Now we will look about tongues and interpretation within Thursday or Friday, tomorrow or next tomorrow. But you need to know this that you must be available. So the manifestation of God is what brings those gifts. That's what releases those gifts. Now, second thing you need to know is this. You need power of the Holy Spirit to fulfill your mission on earth. Power of the Holy Spirit. If you, ha- if you, if you operate by the power of the Holy Spirit, Let me say this to you. I will read this to you from scriptures. But if you, if you and I can understand how the Holy Spirit can manifest power over you, you will discover that it's profitable in all, all things. The manifestation of the power of the Holy Spirit over you, you, you will move in the power of miracles and all stuff. But also in your in your career, you will seldom have someone like you. Any office you walk, when Holy Spirit come upon you, the instant as you enter the office, you are distinct. You are distinct. You will become indispensable. The day you say you are going, people will be weeping. The power of the Holy Spirit. If you decide to set up a business or a practice, you will be shocked at the success rate you have. By the power of the Holy Spirit. If you look at the book of Second Peter one three, let's read it together. Shall we read now? His divine power. Excuse me. That's what did not say is divine power will give us. No, 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 no. What did he say? Come on now, let's speak together. The divine power has what? Giving who? Good. All things you need for life. Why are you why are some of us then wandering here taskelta and not knowing what to do? Today it will be resolved. He has given us. He's in you. 
And if you if you, if you will um, personify this statement, you will discover that you can say that that's the Holy Spirit is talking about. He's giving you everything you need for life and for godliness through your knowledge of Him, who is Jesus Christ. So you can understand as your knowledge increases in Christ, the more the power is manifest. Excuse me, somebody. So you need the power. That's the reason why in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. You will receive power before you testify, before you witness. Someone said the Lord is calling me, you went to Bible school, which is a good thing, just to have knowledge. But Bible school information... Let me tell you, it's like going to read any career. All of you who are graduates here, you've done your first degree. You have done your master's degree. You have been working. Let me drill you on your first degree. You will fail. Ah, is it not so? Ah, why are you looking at me like that? I say you will fail. If I drill you on your first degree. Because all the curriculum they taught you on first degree, all the courses, you, you've forgotten many of it. You'll be having faint remembrance. But the area that you focus to practice, let me drill you. You will flow me. Because that area, that's what you call expert. You are current in that area. Am I talking to you? So it is. We need to have this understanding. If you go to Bible school to give you knowledge, you need power to manifest. To succeed in life, you need the power of the Holy Spirit, or else there are other powers. I was listening today on the, even yesterday, from yesterday, I, I was listening to it, I stopped it, and I finished today. Illuminati. What does it mean? Do you know that it started from Germany? Do you know that Wales, uh, uh, Yale, was the breeding ground for Illuminatis? Yale, University of Yale. What about Cambridge? Do you hear about Amok? Okay, yeah, you are seeking light. And what about Freemasonry? I was listening to people, a documentary on all these yesterday night. I mean, I, I don't just stumble across those things. It's because God wanted me to just hear what these guys are, are saying. And I pitied the world. I pitied the world. There are some leaders who they interviewed them and live and their Illuminati. And one of them said he's born again Christian. Yes, all of you will say he's born again. But in the interview, he was young. He just finished in Yale and interviewed him. And he said, well, you know, what is the secret of your, of your, he said, the interviewer said, what is the secret of your, of your group? You are an Illuminati, isn't he? Tell us the secret. He said, because, I cannot tell because it's a secret. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, these are people you work with in offices and they know themselves. Where's your own power? If you are not in the power of God, they can take decision over you behind you. They will call you ignoramus. But it's only the one who carries the power of God. They will look at you and say, Oh, that guy has some power. Don't touch him. And they'll be giving you your rights. 
Because the power that is upon you, they can see. And is supreme to their power. They will try to lure you into their group. But if you are a person who truly carries the power, they will be afraid to even attempt. They may be asking you that, what power do you operate? They will be interested. Because they are always in the drive for more power. And you can get many of them saved. A good number of us have done that. So therefore, you need the power. Now if you look at the life of Jesus Christ himself, let's see our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Jesus, I will talk to you about how, now, how you can manifest the power. In Luke chapter 4 verse 1, shall we read it together please? Jesus, hey stop, 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 stop. Let's read the word of the Lord aloud, shall we? He was full of the Holy Spirit. He returned from Jordan and was led into the desert. Look at Luke 14, 4. 14, uh, Luke 4, 14 rather. Shall we read it together? Can you connect the two? The first one says... First of all, Jesus has been 30 years in Israel and nothing happened. Apart from just the record that we had about his went going to, to, to the temple at 12, he knows all the Torah. He read the Bible, he knows all the Bible. That he argued with the, with the, with the professors of, of Bible, uh, the Torah. So we know that he was well trained by the parents, you know. They taught him the Bible, they didn't give him games to be playing when he was young. You remember I told you? I must be sounding it in your hearing. Your, your parents didn't give you games and you are intelligent. And you think that giving your children games will make them intelligent is a trap of the devil. From the pits of hell. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> Let me say this to you, therefore. The Bible says that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit and he was led. Then, he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit and the new spread. So, what do you think will cause the Holy Spirit to manifest power is to be full of the Holy Spirit. When a man, when the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit lives inside you, yes, but when it comes upon you, that is when you manifest. But wherever you go, you carry Him. Am I talking to you? Believers carry Holy Spirit in their body. That's the reason why. The Bible says, Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit of God. You are bought with a price. You are not your own. This body does not belong to... What's your name? This your body does not belong to you. You may go and train it and have muscles there. It's no problem. It's one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the things to keep that body good for God. And what you eat, not to just eat anything that will defy the body, that is your duty. But you cannot abuse this body because it's not yours. Am I talking to you? So that when the time comes and you are confronted by a situation that Holy Ghost needs to act, He can come out of you and come upon. Come out of you and come upon. 
If your body is not his holy temple, or you do not pre- you do not take care of your body as the holy temple of God, he cannot come upon that head. Listen to me. You want scriptures? Romans chapter 12. Let me show you something in Romans chapter 12 very quickly before we move on. Jesus did not begin his ministry until he was full of the Holy Ghost and he returned in power of the Holy Ghost. He says, therefore I urge you brothers in view of God's mercy, so that God's mercy may continue for you, to offer what? Everybody let's read together please. So, who do you offer your body to? Tell me who can come upon you. A Christian can be driven by evil spirits. Because you offer your body to them, then they come upon your head. If you are driven by evil spirits, then take your body from them and then they leave your head alone. If you think that somebody needs to command, conduct deliverance for you, you have been so deceived. What deliverance? They didn't come there illegitimately. They have legitimate right to be there. I wish that your eyes are open. Somebody. <laughs> they were conducting the river and casting demon out of somebody. And the demon said, I'm not going. <laughs> come on, he said, I'm not going. He said, come on, he said, I'm not going. He said, all of you stop. They were praying in time. He said, stop, 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 stop. And they form a circle around it. All of them stop talking. Can you imagine? He said, you want to cast me out? What about if you cast me out and I enter into one of you? <laughs> I tell you, tongue was running like water. They began to pray. Seriously. The demons looked at them one after the other. <laughs> Why the demons didn't know what to do? He said, Jolly Zabo, Lizabo, Lizabo. Jolly Zabo, Lizabo, Lizabo. Jolly Zabo. And his own voice now outnumbered. It, it was so loud that the whole voice of the people praying around, his voice was louder than all of them. So when they got exhausted, they stopped praying. They said, this one will wait for apostles. <laughs> so when I came, they told me that, ah, apostle, our eyes saw something today. <laughs> I said, what did your eyes see? They now told me the story. I said, okay. They said, it's upstairs. In the room I do consulting. I said, that is where it is. So I did what I was going to do, and the parents were with me. Now please, apostle. I said, no, 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 don't worry about your son. And when we entered the room, he was still saying Jolie Zabo. He had been saying that Jolie Zabo, Jolie Zabo, Jolie Zabo, for the past three hours, non-stop. You know, demons, they don't, when demons is ruling somebody, he doesn't get worried. So when I came in, he continued to say Jolie Zabo. <laughs> but now, because they are not making noise, he is not making noise too. He's Jolie Zabo in himself. The demons said, is it tongue? We have it so plenty. <laughs> <laughs> so I sat the mother down. I asked the mother what happened, and the mother gave you know some insight to me. He was he went mad. He was in he was in uh, University of Ife. He was doing uh, uh, nuclear science, and he was the best student, promising student to become a professor of nuclear physics. And uh, but he was proud, and so Satan now gave him the reward of pride. On the last year, he went mad. Somebody afflicted him. 
So when they finished, and, and the prayers are so, so rich, I just looked at him and said, Shut up! And he kept quiet. Pop! Stand up! And he stood up. You foul spirit, get out in the name of Jesus! And that was it. He was totally healed. Totally healed. Who you give your body to determines the authority that speaks in your mouth. It says here, clearly, I urge you in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifice. Holy and pleasing to God. Or acceptable to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. You know, all these intercessors, they came to me and said, Apostle, how did that happen? How did you do that? I told you, you don't read the Bible. Some of you, it is an, a, a, animosity that is in your mind. What are you doing with animosity? Uh, somebody hurts you. The person who hurts you, you are thinking of him. The person himself is enjoying himself somewhere else. And you are having hypertension for nothing. Thinking about somebody who hurts you, who is not there with you. You are not confronting him to talk to him. You are just thinking about him. And all this thought came to your brain. You don't know that Satan wants to wind you and give you high blood pressure. High blood pressure. High blood pressure. And you are not saying, he pained me. He pained me. <laughs> Alfred, don't think about people who hurt me. Because David said, what, do you know whether God said abuse David? You abuse me, well that's your opinion. It doesn't make me. Your opinion doesn't make me. If it's not correct, it doesn't make me. If you abuse me, I say thank you so much for that description. It's an exegesis. No, it's something else. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything to me. Because I'm not what you say. I am what I am. Whether you accept me or you don't accept me, is your business. I am handsome and that's it. If you say I'm ugly, that's your... It's, it's your eye that is sick. <laughs> if you say I'm ugly... <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Tell somebody, Satan will not catch me. <laughs> Offer your body a living. If I have problems, if I can't solve it, I leave it. I look for the one I can solve and solve it. What about the one I can't solve? Let him stay there. If he does not leave me when I'm going to rapture, let him follow me. Let him follow me. Did you hear that I will solve every problem? God said I will solve every problem in the world. What's my business solving problem? In the world I can't solve, I leave it alone. I pray, pray for something God didn't give that to me. I forget about it. I pray for something else I, I can get from God. I never lament whether God didn't give me that. As far as I'm concerned, God has answered me. My time is coming and that's it. I, I close the, the matter. I just thank God for it. If it comes to my mind, thank you, God. You have done it, Lord. I thank you. Period. I don't want to give God headache. God has enough headache in the world. Can you know how many, how many human billions of human beings? Who give God headache every day? How can I, who now have been saved, who I am in church, now come and add to the sorrow of Jesus Christ? <clears throat> it should not be worrying about me. It should be worrying about the people out there. Present your body unto God. And the God in your body will come upon your head. When it's time for manifestation. That what it says. The next verse says, if you do this, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve the God God's will is, His good and pleasing, perfect will. Come on, let me say. You say, I don't know, I don't know what God is saying. Check yourself. Why shouldn't you know? Others know. Others know. Pleasures of this world. The Bible says that, you know, it says that the, the love of this world 
If anybody loves this world, the Lord and Father is not in him. Oh, what is on vogue? You look at your dressing. A woman coming to church and put on a trouser that is tight like this. Tight like this. You are a messenger of Satan. I mean, am I talking something not correct? Excuse me, man. Uh, answer me. Yes, sir. They say they are having a fun day. You are not dressing like a prostitute. The whole of the transfer tights the whole of your body. And you are coming to the saints. You, Jesus says that anybody who causes people to fall, it's better to tie a milestone on his neck and drown him. You can't say that and expect God not to judge you. You cannot. Or open your breast, open your back. As a woman, what are you looking for? A messenger of Satan. Who's in demons? Similar is to man. A man who just put on tight stuff and going to wear women, huh? You will have just been naked. And let us see that you are naked. The spirit inside that person is not the Holy Spirit. It's the spirit of Satan, Lucifer. Yes. How can you say you manifest God? You cannot. Let me say something to you. Among the people that Satan rule over are God's people who are supposed to be children of God. People that Jesus has paid the price for them, but because they conform to the pattern of this world, when it comes to the devil, they don't have any question. When it comes to godliness, they'll be asking very many questions. Why, 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 why? That's why you can't know. You can't hear. You can't see. And Holy Ghost cannot come upon you. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed. By renewing your mind, thinking that anything I do, can Jesus be seen to do this? If yes, then I do it. Can Jesus dress this way? Yes, I will dress that way. What about men who is plaiting their hair like some go-priest? And they come to church. People wearing rags when they are not mad. Certainly the, the spirit of insanity is their neighbor. Madness. We know mad people wear tongue clothes. Not so. Have you not be so? Yes, so when somebody says that he's, he's, he's sane and he's wearing rags, is that accepted? No, 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 no. He's suffering from insanity. Then some are so bold to wear it and climb the altar of God and say they are worshipping with God. Lucifer. Come on now. That is the reason why many are dead who should be alive. That is the reason why many are bamboozed by the devil, mesmerized by Satan, who should be rulers. He says there is an evil that I have seen and an error that proceeded from the ruler. He says slaves are riding on back of horses. Look at Muslim girls now. Who believe in their Islam. They look beautiful when they put on that stuff. Not the one that cover the whole face. But the one they want they do like this. They cover they cover the whole of their body and their face. You won't know the one ugly among them. Because when they do that thing, they all look beautiful. Excuse me, call it spade. Not spade. Am I talking to you? Some Christian girls will say that, yeah, yeah, I want to do my hair. Even the hair that uh, satanic person did and they went to the back, they are doing it too. What 
spirit is in them. It's, it's demonic spirit. It's upon them. It's upon them. If what you gravitate towards is what is happening in the world without thinking twice or three times, then Satan is riding over you. Holy Ghost can never come upon a person like that. Impossible. Impossible, I'm telling you. You may fast two million days and have us and die. Nothing will happen. Holy Ghost does not. He cannot come upon a person like that. You must renew your mind. You must know that you don't control yourself. If you, are, if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you lose control of your mind and obtain the mind of Christ that is renewed every day, that repels the devil and all his cohorts. And be distinct. If you cannot do that, I'm so sorry. Ah, look at look at the apostles. Look at them. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God's will. God's will. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. You know, somebody says that, uh, Apostle, what is God saying about my wife? Who will I marry? I tell you that. Am I the one? I picked my own 50 years ago. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I never went to anybody to come and ask them that, uh, who is my wife. You want me to tell you the person you marry, and when there's trouble, you say that apostle told me to marry her, I didn't want to marry. You will never find such prophet. No, 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 no. If you ask me, I won't tell you. But if when you are going, God shows me, I will tell you. Because the Holy Spirit gives us, it determines. Yes, sir. Yes, I'm, I'm dating somebody. Apostle, can you pray? Can you pray for me? Pray for you when you are dating somebody already. I can't pray for you, you Otigbe you, Guntenye. You have hooked your own bone. You have hooked your own bone. That's what I just spoke in tongues, Dad. After you have, you have, you are, you are hooked, you are telling Apostle that, hey, 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 what is the Lord telling you? I will tell you that what he's telling you too. That's what he's telling me. That's what he's telling me. You will never hear from me, marry her or marry him. Or don't marry her. Because I've done that before I got into trouble. You are supposed to be able to see. If you don't, if you, if you, you, as a young man, you start praying for yourself that Lord guard my heart. Or a woman guard my life to the person I married. He will show you the person before you ever met the person. Am I talking to you? Okay. The reason why many Christians suffer is this. Conforming with the pattern of this world. Talk like the world, behave like the world, think like the world, look at what the world looks, watch films that the world, world watch. Say movie. Movie. <laughs> you know, if I tell you this in my language, you will laugh to scorn. Movie. All of my Jomue. What I'm saying is that may God not let movie catch you. Because movie in my language catch. <laughs> you are sitting there watching movie. I am listening to David Jer- Jeremiah. You are listening and watching movie. I'm listening to how the Bible was written. And both of us spent last night. You are watching movie. Apostle is looking to those who preach about the coming of the Lord Jesus. 
If I can't see any of those, I will read the Bible again and again. I read Revelation again. I have not understood it enough. I read it again and again and again. I said, Lord, what is going on here? What really is what? What is your opinion? And so you you spend your own time watching movies. Hey, but I, I am I am now both of us now slept. After you have watched what you were, and I also watched what I watched, and I too was telling God that I can't understand this in the Bible. So who will angels visit among us? No, angels may visit me, but some other ones will visit you. Because the one who is behind what you were, the movie that you were watching, the, the, the spirit that gave them revelation will begin to appear to, to you on the dream. And they beat some people on their dream. They'll be jumping from pillar to post. they find themselves in England. And suddenly they are now in the, the Broadway and the mountain and stuff like that. All those things happen because of what you see. It's the gateway to your But for me... My morning is Jesus, my afternoon is Jesus, my evening is Jesus, my midnight is Jesus. Maybe he will come tonight, that's all what I say. I wake up is Jesus. I don't have time for Satan to lay eggs in my spirit. So, you say, I want God to use me like apostle, come on now, let me tell you the mind of apostle. He is coming soon, says the Lord. And my reward is with me to give unto everyone according to what he has done. I am the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes in the blood of the Lamb. They will have no point second death. What is occupying your human mind? After God had given you career, he blessed you. Don't you think about him too? Don't you think about his business too, which is the church of living God? Don't you think about the Holy Spirit too? Come on now. If anyone blunder in the church, don't blame God for it. It's a choice. To, for you to know the good and perfect will of God, you must not conform. Our time is so short. So what I've been talking about is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. And the things that you need to take to heart. I will look, we stop now, I will, at you need the power of the Holy Spirit. And I showed you in the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8, 8, you will see power that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. I showed you in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 1, Jesus full of the Holy Spirit and was led by the Spirit at the age of 30 to the desert where he was tempted. And then in chapter 4, verse 14, he says, Jesus returned the power of the Holy Spirit, and the news spread. And this is where we have been talking about. Do you want your news to spread? Is the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, CFT. You will receive power. Amen. I say you will receive power. Amen. If your news spread without the power of the Holy Spirit, it's of the devil. I tell you. And it will fade away like a smoke. It is when God, by His power, reveals you that remains till eternity. Look at all the celebrities. You hear them rise and they fall. The one that Satan didn't kill by suicide, they become miserable. They behave like, you know, you know, they will do all manners of things to their body. They have so much wealth because Satan makes them famous, but with sorrow. No peace, no joy. They have empire and estates, no joy. 
a good number behaved like schizophrenic at the end of their life. But let me tell you, is it not the blessings of God that makes huh? it makes you rich without adding Mr. Sorrow will not reach your house. But the power of the Holy Spirit will reveal you. Look, if you are under this roof, either you say amen or not, it is the power of the Holy Ghost that will reveal you. I arrest you in the name of Jesus Christ that the word I speak will haunt you until you submit to it. You are here so that you can operate in the power. What are you looking for? The power will produce it. The power came upon Solomon overnight. And Solomon became the wisest intellectual ever made mention of. The power came upon David and he took five stones and he slew a man that he fully armed. The power came upon Samson, was a very slim man, not stout, big. And Samson brought down the Philistine. He pulled the column and the column fell. I can tell you many people, Jephthah and the rest of them, when the power of God comes upon you, you will manifest the good work. What God put inside you will be revealed. The reason why we are here today is just that. That God let your power come upon me. So that I will manifest that grace which you have put inside me. Remember tomorrow we will look at the gift of the Spirit. But today I want us to just stay on the power. God divine power has given you everything you need for life and for God. So whatever you need for life in your academics, in your business, in your intellect, everything is in the power. And what you need for manifestation of power, heal the sick, raise the dead, operate in faith, you know, gift of healing is in the power. So if there's anything that we are looking for, come on now, it is the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's stand up on our feet. I want to lift up your voice. Begin to thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit. Give God the praise for His power. Thank God for His power. Thank God for His power. The power of the Holy Spirit. I cannot hear you. I thank you, Father, for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank God for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for His power. The power of the Holy Spirit that makes a man a genius. The power of the Holy Spirit that operates, that, that operates healing through a man. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, faith. Thank you for your power. 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 Now we're going to tell the Lord, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Tell the Lord to fill you with His Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit of God, manifestation, to accomplish the success God has ordained for you. So that Satan cannot hinder you.
spirit. Pray and tell the Lord. I want your feeling, Lord. God, the Holy Spirit, fill my heart. Fill my soul, Holy Spirit of God. Fill my soul, Holy Spirit of God. Fill me, Holy Spirit of God. myself to you. I surrender myself to you, Jesus. God, the Holy Spirit, tell the Lord, fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. The breath of heaven. The breath of heaven. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Lord, turn your heart towards me, God, the Holy Spirit. Tonight, turn your heart towards me. You are the one who determines the gift. Look at me and feel me. Look at me and feel me. Tell the Lord. Feel me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Holy Spirit. Tell the Lord, God, the Holy Spirit, I'm available. I'm available. Fill me. Fill my heart. Fill my heart anew. Lift up your voice and worship God in tongues. Worship God in tongues. Fill me
up your voice and begin to speak in a new tongue. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. Lord, we worship you. Receive prayer language. Receive prayer language. Receive warrior language. Receive warrior language. Receive a new tongue. Lord, we exalt you. You are God from beginning to the end.
it is written. And afterward I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Sons and daughters will prophesy. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Ability to know the future. Jesus said, I have much more to say to you more than you can now bear. But when the Spirit, He, the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. 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 Ability to receive all truth. Receive in the name of Jesus. He says he will not speak of his own. He will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. What is yet to come. What is yet to come. Your future that you are about to enter in September. Receive understanding in the name of Jesus. Revelation of tomorrow. Revelation of the plans of God. Revelation of God's perfect will. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. Holy Ghost will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine, says the Lord, and making it known. Holy Ghost, glorify the Son. In every life, glorify the Son. In every life, glorify the Son. In every church, glorify the Son. the Lord Jesus has for us revealed to us and to you I say enter therein the provision of God the Father which has been hidden to you receive the understanding enter therein enter therein as you go into the month of September it shall come to pass that we God are prepared enter therein in the name of Jesus Christ to preach the word. Power to manifest the word. Receiving the name of Jesus. Boldness. Boldness that has no fear. Receiving the name of Jesus. I ask for three gifts for you. Faith, receive. Wisdom, receive. Knowledge, receive. Faith, receive. Wisdom, receive. Knowledge, receive. Faith, receive. Wisdom, receive. Knowledge, receive. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As it is your will, O God, that we will know your will. We will know and understand your plans. And it is your will, O God, that the Holy Spirit will glorify you by taking from what is yours and giving to us. I say, as we enter September 2023, we enter a new dawn. The chapter of the old, weakness and weariness is shut down. The chapter of the new, awakening is, is coming. The chapter of the new, ability to read prophetic, we receive. The power of insight and sight we receive in the name of the Lord of hosts. No more nightmares. Enter the realm of visions. Enter the realm of revelation. Enter the realm of prophetic. Understand and receive.
Your power solves all issues. Doors and gates of power of the Most High open to us. Holy Spirit of God, we submit ourselves to you together today. Manifest over us. To the glory of God the Father. The one who is the seal of your sonship. Who has been given the mandate to seal you. So that the wrath of God will bypass you. To seal you so that when rapture happens, the angel blows the trumpet, you will hear. By the Holy, this is the Holy Spirit. I say, ability to present your body to Him, receive. Yeah. Ability not to walk away from His grace, receive. Yeah. Father, we plead in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. We ask by your Son, grace to be able to be filled with your knowledge. We receive in the name of Jesus Christ. Never again will you turn back. Thank you, Father. It is the third day. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Jam your hands together for the King of Heaven. Say after me, as for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. Put your hand on your chest like this. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. Say it again to somebody. As for me and my house, the Lord shall we serve. Put your hands together for the living God. Hallelujah. Please let me see it. Amen and amen. I think I will tell Pastor Josiah to just prepare for our offering. He will take our offering tonight. Let me say this to you. You know, I will have told you to go to three people and congratulate them. But the fact is this. You are sitting beside somebody. And if you are sitting alone, the Bible says, what to he that is alone. Go and sit with somebody. Go and shake hands with somebody. Congratulate the person beside you in the name of Jesus. Now what that song says that because you did it, your mercy endures. That's all. Because you did it, your mercy endures. Because you did it, your mercy endures. Because you did it, because you did it, because you did it, your mercy endures. The mercy of God will go home with you. What God has spoken today is yours forever. 
Let me tell you, tribulation will be in this world. We are not telling tribulation to live. But what we are saying is that in the midst of tribulation, we will survive. We will thrive in the midst of tribulation. You may have problems. All of us do have problems at one time or the other. But as you are entering the month of September, there will be an expiry date over your problem. The Egyptian you see today, your life will tormenting you. As you enter September, you shall see them no more. Someone said bad luck is following them. God luck is following us. I say God luck is following me. God luck will follow you all the days of your life. Is it not written? Goodness and mercy shall follow you. He didn't say for two months. He didn't say for one year. He said all the days of your life and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Let the devil do his worst. We will do our best. The best of God is yet to happen. You are a miracle going to September to manifest. In the name of the Lord of hosts. Let's welcome Pastor Josiah Plains. Amen. Let's put our hands together once again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Let us prepare for our tithes and offerings. If you need an envelope, just raise your hands. Osha will give you one. And details of our account is on the board. Let us pray over our tithes and offerings. Speak to the Lord. Let me read the book of Malachi 3, verses 10, 11, and 12. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessings that there will be there will not be room enough to store it. I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your field will not drop their fruit before it is ripe. Say amen. Amen. Say the the Lord Almighty. Then all the nations will call you blessed. For yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we all rise, please?
shall we pray? Our Lord and our God, we give you glory and praise. Thank you, Lord God, for you are showing your power in our generation. Thank you, Lord God, for you are transforming us in this season. And Lord, it's with a heart that is filled with praise and thanksgiving tonight that we have brought our tithes and our offering into your storehouse. Lord, this is a holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. We ask, Lord, that you consume it with your holy fire. Your word, Lord, is filled with promises concerning those who give heed to instruction. You have reminded us in your word today that you will rebuke the devourer for our sake. And you have promised us, Father, that our bands will overflow. So shall be each individual's testimony. For in the time of lack we shall have plenty. In Jesus' name. Our land indeed shall be a delightful land. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated for a few minutes. Is anyone joining us for the very first time tonight? If this is your first time tonight with us, Christ Faith Tabernacle Cathedral Building, can I ask that you please identify by raising your hand? Anyone joining us in the auditorium for the first time? No one's joining us in the auditorium for the first time? No? I don't mean your name is no one or anyone. I mean, praise the Lord. Well, I'd like to extend a welcome to anyone who's joined us online for the very first time. Thank you for being a part of today's meeting. Please send us an email to admin at cftchurches.org and let us know how we could be a further blessing to you. We trust you've been blessed. If you're living within the greater London area, please join us here in person. The Holy Ghost Convention goes on for the next few days as we dovetail into Victory Nights. Praise the Lord. We've got Holy Ghost Convention stroke Victory Night. So when there's a double covenant, we receive double blessings. Hallelujah. So just remind your friends, neighbors, invite people along. Thursday, 7 p.m. From 7 p.m. we start praying here. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And don't forget that on Sunday we'll, do, we'll have communion service as well. And the Lord bless you richly. To avoid any confusion, we'll be having two services on Sunday as usual. So Bethesda will be meeting at 8 a.m. and here at the cathedral at 10 a.m. with intercessory prayer starting one hour in advance at both locations, 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. respectfully. So please bear that in mind. Now just before we close tonight, whilst the choir remains standing, you don't mind... How many people here have come prepared to share testimony tonight? One. Two. Where's the third person? Yeah, number three. Okay, you know what we'll do tonight? We'll take two testimonies tonight. And... Sister Shalom, you'll do it tomorrow. Yes? It'll definitely be on tomorrow. Did I see only three hands? Yes? Praise the Lord. Please, ma'am. Let's hear that. We've got three minutes. Three minutes to share the test, your testimony. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Please move to the center. 
introduce yourself and then share Praise testimony. The Lord. My name is Dickens Felicia Jaro. Praise Jesus. Amen. I just want to testify of the faithfulness of God in this house, what he's doing. This was on the uh, 28th of uh, April, our overcomers night. As our daddy in the Lord came from the green room and he walked here, he stood there, he said, there's a shift in the atmosphere and every barrier have been broken. I was sitting there and I screamed. He said, what you have been praying for, have it. Then he said again, did you hear what I said? I said, yes, sir. I said, I heard you. I screamed again. Praise the Lord. I have been believing God for something concerning one of my sons for 20 years now. 20, 20, 20. When Apostle said there's a shift, barriers have been, the, the limitation have been taken off and boundaries have been destroyed. I receive it. I began to confess it, proclaim it, receive it, declare it, and God did it. God did it! Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus! If I roll here now, they will say, what is wrong with her? Oh, my God! I feel like rolling. Don't do it. Oh, thank you, Jesus! Praise the Lord! For health and safety purposes, don't roll. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah! Well, we give God praise and we thank God for that. Sister Amanda, you've got a mic on your hand, so you can use yours if you step forward. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, I'm Sister Amanda. I'm from the choir. Um, my testimony is very short, but it's quite jam-packed. Um, I was meant to give it in July, um, but I chickened out. And it God convicted me, so I'm giving it now. Um, during Victory Night in July, um, Apostle declared that he was going to extend the days. And I remember I wasn't actually in the country, but I made sure that at the time, even with the time difference every single day, I tuned in and I made sure that I could join in. And on the fourth day, he said, somebody who's believing God for a job, um, you should, that you will have a job by this time next week. And I said, Amen, even though I didn't have any offers whatsoever. Um, and I also said, okay, you know what, God, I'm believing that this will extend into every aspect of my life. So my academics, um, the other things I was believing God for, and I said, okay, you know what, it will be done. That time next, that time next week, um, by that point, I had had an interview on the Monday and they said they would get back to me in three days. They got back to me on that day and they gave me the job. Um, I passed my driving theory test and, <laughs> and um, pre- prior to that, I had had the hardest um, exam I'd ever had in med school to date. Um, and I passed it with the best results I'd ever gotten to that date. So I just thank God for how he helped me. But also, it's just um, to encourage everybody that when the prophetic is spoken in the house, really, really believe it, even if it doesn't look like it's possible, and even if other circumstances say that it's not going to happen, just believe that it will happen and God will do it. So um, that's my testimony. I think. Praise the Lord. 
Well, we give God. Okay, Sister Shalom. The grace has been extended from two to three. There must be something about the number three tonight. Praise the Lord. Uh, Good evening, church. Um, My testimony is about the faithfulness of God and how when you work for God, God will begin to work for you. So um, I was in my devotion during the week when I was back at university, and um, it was during my exam period, my last exam period, and I was really, really nervous for my first exam because it was European Union law, and it's the one exam that everybody struggles with. So I had done my fasting and my prayer, and I put the first class like the numbers that I wanted in every single exam in my notebook during that fasting day and I was like Lord please do it so I got to the exam now and it's a 28 hour exam so you start at 9am and you finish at 1pm the next day some students will sleep I do not sleep I will come up from 9am I'll look at the question and I will go through the day I'll go to the library and I'll be there for the next day so I started my first part of the questions, which is part A, which is a short answer question, and then the problem question. Um, but by the time it got to like 11 p.m., I realized I was way behind schedule. I looked at the questions that I had done and the ones that I had to complete, and I started getting very much overwhelmed. And I was like, Lord, please, you have to help me, because if you don't help me, I won't get through this exam. So me and my friend ended up going to my house, and then we stayed up until about 5 a.m. doing the exam. And then at that point, I was still behind my friend. I was looking at all of my friends that were on FaceTime with me while we were doing the exam, and I was like, Lord, why am I struggling with this? Why is it taking me so long? So I took a nap for about an hour, and then I went back to the library in the morning. And I was like, Lord, please, like genuinely, I need you here with me right now because I genuinely can't do this without you. And it was like when I said it, I forgot to actually feel the trust that I was supposed to be giving to God. So I finished the exam, literally submitted it with two minutes to spare, and I went home and I cried (laughs) for about two days because I was like, Lord, I've prayed multiple times to ask you where you were, and it didn't feel like you were actually with me. And so while I was crying... And I was wasting time because I had another exam in those two days that I had to submit. And then the Lord cast my mind back to a preaching that I had watched um, weeks before. And it will cast my mind back to my Bible study as well, which is Jeremiah chapter 15, where Jeremiah basically says to God, God, why is all this stuff happening? Like, I serve you, I do this, I do that, but it seems as though you're not here with me. And, Lord, and the Lord said to me, Shalom, look at the response that I said to him. And even the preacher said, look at the response that God said to him. It wasn't a reprimand. God literally said, I will exalt you. All the people that will raise against you, they will not succeed and they will not win. And you have to apply that to your situation. The anxiety that you're feeling, the, the panic attacks that you're having, it's not for you. So you have to literally just say, trust me, I'm here. So fast forward now to results day. That was the first exam that I did. So it was the first results that came out. And I was scared to open the laptop, but I just said a quick prayer like, Lord, I have trusted you, I know that I've trusted you, I've been through all of this, so let me just open the laptop. I opened the laptop, I saw the results. When I say, I screamed, <laughs> I ran downstairs to my friend, we were screaming and praising the Lord together in the living room, and she was like, what are we praising the Lord about? I said, Tabitha, I got a first class in EU law. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
When I looked at even the comments on the short answer questions that took me ages to do, I scored almost 100 in all of them. And, like, honestly, I can't tell you how much it's like a thing of when you work for God and you genuinely ask God, God, where were you? You ask God those hard questions when you're building your relationship with him. It will help you because it's like when you tell God, God, where were you? He will answer you and say, Shalom, I was right here. You just had to trust that I was there. And so I'm just saying this to all of the university students who are genuinely working for God. God is going to work for you if you continue to work for him and if you continue to trust him. And that's my testimony today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just in case you are wondering, be certain that God did not change what she had written. What was happening was that she was lacking confidence in what she was doing and she was more demanding on herself. She had studied before she prayed and fasted. So don't go fasting and praying without study. I'm putting it in context. Don't listen to that testimony and decide I'm not studying. She had done her part, but what she was lacking at that time was allowing confidence. She had trusted God. She had answered it, but she was more demanding of herself. And God showed her that it's not the amount that you put in. It's what I had equipped you to put in there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just thought I'd add that before anyone starts to refuse to study. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'd also like to remind us that on the 1st of, of, of September 2023, is something going to happen online? Covenant Arise. Now, I don't know how many people have checked out that QR code yet. You might not have been able to download it, but I'm sure that you're waiting up. So many people wait up in, and queue in front of Apple stores for the latest um, gadgets. You have to queue up for the latest from the throne of God's grace. Covenant arise. So please share this. If you don't have the flyer, please send it across. Um, it will be going across all WhatsApp pages and WhatsApp links. Send it through to your friends. We want people queuing up, and we don't want you just sharing it without you queuing up as well to ensure that you download it, you pay for it, and trust that the Lord is going to transfer. We'll start singing it from Friday night. We'll learn it. Praise the Lord. And we'll start singing it. We'll start celebrating and worshiping the Lord with it. Lord bless you as you do, sir. I'd like to welcome our Father and Lord, sir. And shall we rise up together, please? What a wonderful day! We'll have more testimonies tomorrow. I think I'll, I'll put that in my mind so that we can really have a number of you come to give your testimonies. Were you blessed tonight at all? Shall we read together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive us against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory forever and ever. Yes, before we close tonight, we have two eminent ministers of God join us tonight. Pastor Shegun, of course, you know about him. And Pastor Lao Shun, Gate of Praise. You are very, very welcome, Pastor Lao Shun. You are welcome. We are welcome. Um, whenever ministers of God come into meeting, remember my spiritual father said your prayer is answered. Amen. And we thank God for their lives. They are sons of this house and prophetic voice ministers. We are very glad that you came. Now, shall we just read to somebody around you the grace? That is uh, from the book of First Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Read it. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Then to yourself. And your right hand up as we say the grace in Hebrew thirteen, twenty and twenty one. Shall we? Now. And the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Shall I read over you the blessings of the Lord? May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May the Lord remember all your sacrifices and accept from you all your burnt offering. The Lord will give you all the good desires of your heart before this month ends tomorrow. It will make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious, and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the covenant-making and covenant-keeping God, may He keep His covenant with you. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, May he reveal himself to you, changing your dreams into revelation. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
us according to our confession. Can I remind us of Saturday the 9th, 1 p.m., we'll be having a prayer for Nigeria here. I want you to come and invite all your friends. God is going to give us prophetic direction and insight about what is the future of Nigeria. Make sure you tell everybody that you know. And the Lord bless you. Remember to pray for um, this country as well now. Um, Bongui. Gabon. Remember to pray for Gabon. That God's will be done. In Niger, Niger, Gabon also had a coup yesterday. So we want the will of God to be done. Africa must be free. That is the issue. Especially French African countries must be free. And God will give them a government that will do that. And the Lord will bless you. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out.